My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. Some of the most important advice I ever received was from Sherry Dew during a fireside while I studied as a missionary in the MTC. And I might have mentioned this advice before, but she said, pray and ask the Lord to teach you how the Spirit talks to you. And this is so important. It hit me really hard then, and it still hits me hard today. So going into the scriptures, like I do, at the end of 2 Nephi, Nephi is just on his game. He has some of the most powerful scriptures in all of the Book of Mormon. And five of those verses are the first five verses of chapter 32. He had just finished teaching about the first principles and ordinances of the gospel, faith, repentance, baptism, and the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I kind of get the feeling that he thinks people should be getting it at this point. But then it's almost like he gets this feeling that people are still wondering what they do after they get baptized. And Nephi's like, look, do you not remember that I said unto you, that after ye had received the Holy Ghost, ye could speak with the tongue of angels? And now how could ye speak with the tongue of angels, save it were by the Holy Ghost? Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore, they speak the words of Christ. Wherefore, I said unto you, feast upon the words of Christ. For behold, the words of Christ will tell you all things what ye should do. Super clear, right? Angels... Speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost speaks with the tongue of angels, the words of Christ, right? (laughs) Well, if you're like me, then you still have some questions about what you're supposed to do, even after those verses. And I'm pretty sure that Nephi heard me talking because right after that, he calls me to repentance in the next verse. Wherefore, now after I have spoken these words, if ye cannot understand them, it will be because ye ask not neither do ye knock. Wherefore, ye are not brought into the light, but must perish in the dark. Ouch, Nephi. (laughs) But this is what I love about Nephi. He's already said this multiple times, but he brings it all down into one sentence because his soul delighteth in plainness. And he's going to make this really plain just to make sure we don't miss it. For behold, again, I say unto you, that if you will enter in by the way and receive the Holy Ghost, it will show unto you all things what ye should do. That's why Sherry Dew's advice was so important. Pray and ask the Lord to teach you how the Spirit talks to you. How am I going to know what to do if I don't know how the Spirit speaks to me and I don't understand it? It had never occurred to me that I could ask for help in learning to hear and listen to the Holy Ghost. And that's how I started on this particular journey almost half my life ago. And let me tell you, it got really interesting once I started trying to pay attention. One thing that I have learned is that the Spirit often teaches me in object lessons. It usually comes as a couple of ideas with a powerful feeling that these ideas mean something and that I should pay attention. So today, as my two-year-old and I got into the car to pick up her siblings from gymnastics, she informed me that the car door was locked. It wasn't. 
but she can't reach the handle. So from her point of view, it was as good as locked. So I smiled and said, no, it's not. You just can't reach it. Weech it? She asked me. I said, not yet. Jenna, weech it? She said while shaking her head back and forth. Then she smiled, pointed to me and said, mom, weech it. And that's when, in the smiling, filthy face of my two-year-old, I was hit with an image of a loving Heavenly Father smiling down on me as I try to reach for perfection. Because for me, it seems perfection is locked, unattainable, out of reach. No matter how much I want it, no matter how much I strain, it won't open for me. But Heavenly Father, in His loving mercy, says, I know, you can't reach it yet. Let me get that for you. That's why he sent his son. He knew I wouldn't be able to reach it. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And when I fall short, he doesn't scowl at me and get angry. Just like I wasn't angry that my daughter couldn't open the door. I know she can't. Just like God knows I will sin. He smiles and offers help if I will just keep trying. God is not angry or upset that he had to provide a savior for those of us that just couldn't figure it out. No, he did it on purpose. It was his idea. Before Adam and Eve were even in the garden, Jesus had already been chosen for his mission, for his atonement. I want to be like my two-year-old. She was so humble about not being able to reach the door handle. She didn't throw a fit at me for wanting to help her. She didn't wallow in a pity party for herself over being too short. And she didn't start screaming that the car manufacturers had messed it up for her. She accepted it and acknowledged my help and loved me for it. But that doesn't mean she won't try again next time. She will. Because I told her, and she believes, that one day she will be able to reach it. She will be able to open that door. And someday, if I keep reaching, accepting the Savior's help until the end, loving God and my fellow man, when I have moved on from this life, I will be able to reach that locked door of perfection. Because God provided a Savior who covers my weaknesses and gives me boosts when I most need it. And that's a lesson that came from the Spirit. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey. 